This is FM 100.5, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Good morning to you. We are talking about Rutherford County this morning, focusing on Rutherford County. Our Rutherford County Mayor, Bill Ketron, is our guest this morning. Bill, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. Good to have you with us on this. So glad to be here. Gorgeous weather outside. Yes, sir. Deputy to the Mayor, Steve Sandlin, is also with us. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Bart. How are you? Doing great. Good to have you here today. Well, we ran into both of you yesterday at a big event here in Murfreesboro. We did. We did. That was a nice uh, nice uh, addition coming to our community. St. St. Thomas new location out on Veterans Boulevard. First in the entire state of Tennessee. This is a community hospital. That's correct. Whole different concept. Yes. Very impressive. It was after I uh, Got the celebration started a little bit early. Oh, that's okay. It's fun to start early. <laughs> we have these little pop things that all the confetti comes out of, and yours went off a little uh, before. Prematurely, yeah. I, I called Gordon and apologized last night for upstaging him, but uh, I said I was really celebrating you coming up on the stage, and he didn't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> he had the biggest – we had a picture of him up on stage. I have never seen Gordon – so happy i mean he was a lady wasn't he look at the our picture on the website everybody mm-hmm. uh, it's got a picture of gordon ferguson smiling ear to ear yes uh, and i don't blame him i mean that is a big event it is for our community uh another opportunity for for uh, better health care <laughs> and like he said yesterday you, you know when when we're out committing uh, I, I believe uh, paul Latour made that comment when mm-hmm. they're out negotiating and trying to attract businesses and industries to come to Rutherford County. That's one of the one of the first things they talk about. Number one is education. Number two is what kind of health care facilities do you have here? And because uh, that's important to the people that they hire, you know, for their workforce. Very definitely. And what a great location. Oh, I man. Mean, yeah. yeah. Right next to 840. Oh, that's right. On Veterans Parkway. You've got uh, Vanderbilt looking. Uh, they have already purchased a site to put a, a, another community-type hospital out there. And, and right next door was already the construction. The, the steel was already up for TOA, Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, for a three-story building. So it's going to kind of be a medical row out there on veterans. And it's, as we said, close to 840. I Correct. mean, like a block away. So you can have uh, easy entrance to it. A lot of development mm-hmm. coming out oh, there. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the fastest-growing mm-hmm. area of the county. Yeah, I think our whole county is moving <coughs> west. <laughs> it looks like it. Go west, young man. Yes. Well, a lot of other things happening. Uh, Friday is a big day for uh, health news, since we're talking about health issues. That, that is correct. That is correct. We're. Um, I was able to negotiate uh, another section to a state farm with state farm to allow us to use another section of their old building uh, so we can start giving uh, booster shots uh, for all those who want that third booster uh, right now it's only going to be for um, 
uh, Pfizer. They don't have the Moderna in yet, but anybody that wants to get that third booster shot, uh, come out to State Farm this coming Friday, uh, starting at 8 o'clock, and we'll be giving boosters about through 1 o'clock, I believe. So you could have gotten your original shots at any other location? Correct. Just as long as it's a Pfizer and you have proof of that. That's correct. You can just walk in. That's Is correct. That no no yeah. appointment. Yeah, we're still doing the drive-through uh, at the old location uh, where the collision center was on the end of State Farm Building. So we'll still be doing all the testing there, but you'll come over to the back side. Um, on, that would be the north side of the building, and there'll be signage there uh, directing uh, people to come inside. So they're all set up. We've got telephones, everything, all the tables are radio for Friday. Okay, so uh, just at what time on Friday? Uh, starting at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock Friday, okay. Yes, sir. And will it be that way from then on? Yes, sir. So if you are 65 and older, well, it's all on our website. Well, it, it started out being uh, up until last uh, Friday morning, it was going to be for those who are autoimmune compromised. But then uh, in talking to uh, LaShawn, our director of the uh, Rutherford County Health Department, she was on her way back Friday afternoon. She said they've moved the goalpost again, so they've changed it. So it's not only for those autoimmune compromised uh, folks. It's going to be for anybody 65 and above. It's going to be for all first responders. And get this, Bart, anybody who comes in contact with the general public. And she goes, that's <laughs> Good anybody. That's everybody. <clears throat> so any, anybody. That's want, about as broad as you yes, can sir. get. <laughs> with the general public. Okay. Yes, so just walk in. Uh, this is the booster. That's correct. Now, is it difficult to get uh, one of your first or second shots? No, you'll go down to the health department to get your oh, first. this is at the health department. The health department, you'll go get your first and second shots there or at any other location uh, where they're given those. Um, you know, Walgreens, CVS, you know, any walk-in clinics that are giving them. Uh, but this is the booster. Okay. So is the booster different from the other no, shot? It's basically just, just a third shot. Okay, very good. So uh, that is something you need to be aware of. Uh, while we're talking about exciting things happening, uh, can you bring us up to speed on the situation with the landfill? Uh, yes, sir. We still have two more uh, companies that, that the uh, uh, committee is, is looking to interview. One is waste management, and the other one is um, waste, away. Uh, waste away up in Warren County. They make uh, com- they take the garbage and compress it into sterilized fluff or either pellets uh, to burn. So we're going to uh, still look at those two. Uh, did have some uh, uh, discouraging news day for yesterday. Our Mac Nolan, our director of solid waste, he turned in his resignation, and he's going over to Williamson County to be the director of the Solid Way. So I posted the position yesterday. We'll, we're looking. We have two good candidates in mind, some people we'd like to go after and uh, bring into this position. And uh, But uh, we're, making, we're making headway. We've already interviewed out of, what, nine that uh, actually turned in an RFP. We're down to two left. Wow. And, and so the committee should um, uh, be coming to some kind of um, uh, direction and then at that point in time we'll pull all the cities together to see how committed they are as well because if we don't want other people's trash coming into Rutherford County then it's going to take a commitment from every city in Rutherford County Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Laverne, Eagleville uh, and the county together because you have to generate enough 
uh, trash in that waste stream to make it productive. Uh, we did find out yesterday that um, uh, cardboard is at its all-time high uh, in recent years. Um, what has happened through the COVID uh, last year or so, uh, all of our natural resources have been depleted. You know, uh, like all the polymers that go into <coughs> plastic, even plastic water bottles. So uh, at one point in time, a year and a half ago, you couldn't give away recyclables. Now they're, the, it's reversed and coming back up because of natural resources. So the, uh, the, the value of recyclable products, aluminum, plastic, uh, and, and of course cardboard is number one because boxes have to be in. You can, you can recycle uh, cardboard up to about seven times before it starts losing its tensile strength. And um, so uh, we'll, we'll start seeing a real surge of that, and we want to focus on, on recycling. And it's coming at a good time for us. Help us to better understand something because it's been a little confusing. We've heard initially that uh, we're looking at maybe closing the landfill when it is full. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and then we hear that, that they are going to be there, the, the Republic uh, folks are going to be there uh, indefinitely. Uh, and and then we talk about recycling and mm-hmm. having, bringing in somebody to totally recycle sure. as much as we can. How long will <coughs> we continue the pattern we have where people are able to come in through Republic from distant counties? Well, uh, they tell us uh, anywhere from six to seven years left at the current site as far as the footprint of where they're dumping trash today. Um how much space is left they have applied to expand that footprint uh, which would take them you know uh, 10 or 15 years or even longer or longer yeah and longer than that Uh, (coughs) but the solid waste authority uh, denied that request Uh, the regional solid waste authority has denied their request and so there is uh, it's going to go to court and that could delay you know any action out there for any period of time the um so it, the longer it's delayed the better they are yeah yeah exactly uh but one of the companies that we had talked to that we have interviewed is pratt recycling and all they, they they're not in the trash business they're in the recycling business they're a two billion dollar company uh the one of the biggest things that they do is recycle cardboard as we were just talking about um they will take uh, plastic water bottles and recycle them, send them back to their plant in Conyers, Georgia. They grind them up, and s- they have a, an end use for all of the recyclables. They send that plastic to the carpet mills in Dalton, Georgia, and make carpet out of plastic water bottles. So it's pretty cool. Uh, and they are interested in br- building a MRF, uh, which is a, 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 a multi-use facility to... Uh, start collecting the recyclables out of the trash and they say that they they can cut down 40 percent of the waste stream that's going out to middle point just through recycling 40 percent 40 percent of the waste stream yes sir what what are we going to do with the rest of it the rest of it's just garbage yeah and and you'll always have garbage you know but you can even uh, start recycling uh, the the wet uh, anaerobic waste that goes in into that you can start uh, processing that as well so we're, we're right on the verge of being able to do some, some great things with um, uh, 
how we're going to handle our waste stream coming in and if we can eliminate it coming in from other communities then that's definitely what we want to do here's a text from a listener who said that they remember in earlier broadcast uh the conversation was talking about how 95 or more percent of the landfill waste that was going into it uh, would be eliminated and sent to another direction uh what happened to that conversation I don't think we ever said anything about 95%. The, the well, we had a company high. that said they could do a tipping floor and then all the all the trash comes in there. And, and they, they ship it out. And ship you it know, out. That's, so it's still that, going yeah. somewhere. It, it's going to yeah. go somewhere, um, I think. Well, uh, that was one of the ones that had a great plan, but it, they didn't have anything in writing or paper or where they were doing that at. So, And, and to follow up on your other question, Bart, um, you know, they will be responsible. Um, Republic. Republic will will be responsible for their landfill for decades and decades. History. I mean, even after they close it, there's yeah. still going to be a presence here. Yeah, that's what they're meaning by that because they have to be responsible for the monitoring wells, the gas collection, leachate uh, that's that's either collected or 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 derived from that landfill. So they'll be responsible, just like we are the county is responsible for our existing landfill that's closed you know we have to continually check our monitoring wells uh, methane uh, states constantly you know checking us uh, making sure there's no violations making sure ours, that it's, ours it's been correct. closed for over 20 years oh, and yeah. we're still having to monitor mm-hmm. it. Sure. So this is right next to that is correct right next so that's door. what they're meaning there they'll still have a presence here for you know forever on it because of uh, their liability and and regulations and their bonding yeah uh, here's another text from a listener and they're saying that uh, the odor from the landfill is spreading throughout the community now it didn't used to be this bad what is creating all of this new smell we were out there just uh, uh two weeks ago up on top mm-hmm. on our side um and uh i didn't really smell anything we we haven't been getting the phone calls just over the last uh, 30, 40 days that we were back in the summer, uh, they have um, uh, uh, implemented their new methane collection system. They're putting in methane wells. I think they're up to 30 methane uh, collection wells now, and they're burning that off. So it's collecting the methane that is generated once it's buried. Uh, so hopefully that uh, the odor is, is uh, reciting, but we told them that they've got to get that under control. So this has been a problem. How long has, has this been something that people have commented on? Oh, since they put it in in 1992. Oh, okay. that's a whole good while then. <laughs> yes. Well, I think um, a combination of that, and they spoke about that um, last week when they were, uh, and you all have to excuse me, I got a little sinus right up here this morning, all the weather changing, and I did get tested, so no COVID, so knock on wood. I wouldn't let come back in the office unless you got tested. That's right, that's right. But um, uh, Republic went into great detail about some stuff that they're taking, you know, as far as their sludge that's that's wet, you know, from a couple different cities, and um, I think uh, Murfreesboro and Davidson County. Davidson County, they're going through a dryer to some extent, uh, Rutherford County is not, you know, it's coming in more of a uh, a liquid, not really a liquid, but it's not as dry as what's coming from Davis County. So part of that is causing a little bit of a smell. Of course, your uh, sheetrock stuff is coming in. That's causing a little bit of a smell. Uh, several things. 
one of the <coughs> other areas that uh, has gotten a whole lot of conversation and we haven't touched on it this morning we're sort of putting these out and if you have questions dealing with these issues feel free to send us a text on these uh, and that is the expansion of county government to the state farm building uh, for communications with the sheriff's mm -hmm. office communications office uh, all sorts of forensic science study center uh, coupled with MTSU how is that going well Bart you know um, uh, we've been on for the last couple of months talking about the State Farm building we did back in uh, July got permission from the full County Commission to move forward and make a an offer uh, so our letter of commitment that I signed going to um, the JDM properties they're located out of Phoenix um, is to we're willing to put up twenty five million five hundred thousand dollars State Farm wants to buy themselves out of their long-term lease which they still owe set they're still committed to seven more years on that building even though it's vacant so they're gonna put up twenty four million five hundred thousand combined with our twenty five five so that's fifty million the two of us are willing to spend uh, to acquire that piece of property well, I'm not sure that the, the three folks who own JDM out in Phoenix are, we don't know where they're at. We're trying to push them to, to go ahead and make a commitment to us to sell us the building. So I talked to uh, uh, Mel Schmidt, I believe is his name. He's flying in here on the 8th, which is next week. Is he one of the owners? He's one of the owners, one of the three owners of JDM, and he wants to sit down and talk to us about it. He said he's willing to work with us. But he didn't say, let us purchase it. I don't know if he's thinking long-term lease or subleasing from State Farm. I don't know. But because I'd kind of given him a commitment or a deadline, said, you know, if, if you can't give us a, a commitment by October 1st, then we're going to move on. We're just going to take it off the table and move on and take that money and, and start building our six public health and safety buildings out in the rural communities where we'll have ambulance fire trucks tornado shelters etc we're already starting our first one we'll break ground on that in about another month out in rockville will be our first one um but if we can't come to commitment on that then uh, uh like i said we're going to move on but i told him i said we'll wait until you fly in here on the 8th and we'll sit down and talk and see what we can get done if not then we'll look for a plan b to do the same thing because it makes sense if we can find another location to build a building. I can take that $25,500,000 and build another building and do the same thing that we're doing at State Farm. But that State Farm building is just a, it's a, it would be a sweetheart deal if we can get it for $25 million. And it would you can't be buy the land, can't buy the building or build the building for that. You sure. Know? And it's a shame too to have that much property empty. Empty. Absolutely. I mean, that's, it's going to go down. Yes, it will. It's a beautiful building, well-maintained. I mean, it's just, uh, I think we equated for 400,000. 403,000 square feet. It equates to about $46 a square foot. You can't build anything for that, let alone buy the property that it sits on. It's a win-win, it It is like. a win-win. So hopefully, keep our fingers crossed that we can work something out with this company out of Phoenix. And on another subject, Steve Sandlin, you have a big afternoon coming up. Yes, sir, we do. Bart, I'm proud you mentioned that. I was going to try to squeeze it in sometime this morning. Um, today, at 1 o'clock, second floor of the Rutherford County Historic Courthouse, 
we're going to be performing an auction, putting some property back on the tax roll. Yeah. So um, we've got uh, four pieces of property. Uh, one piece is out on um, out on. I have to put my spectacles on here. East Trimble Road got a uh, four acres there, and uh, we have um, uh, point well, two what three. What was out there? This is county-owned property. Yes, sir. This is this there? is property we've gotten through uh, tax delinquent sales, uh, where we've acquired the property through the trustee's office, and so we just want to put them back on the tax roll. So this is our our first test piling here to see if we can do that. Um, uh, I think some folks could get a, a real good deal here today, and and maybe add to their property or another entrance into their farm or something. And so you need to come and and. Uh, as I always say, bid high and bid often. Uh, we got 0.23 acres over on Midland Fosterville Road, uh, which is really a good easement in onto a couple pieces of property right there. We have 3.2 plus or minus acres right there over on Stewart's Creek Road. Um, it backs up to a new subdivision over there, so it could do a, a lot of those people some good to have a little area there, maybe for the kids to play in or have a big garden or whatever and then uh our grand finale is uh 400 west main street the old rutherford county jail property uh down here off of uh, uh what is that north front street and uh main street so it's 400 west main is the address it's a half acre uh lot uh, zone commercial highway and uh it's got all the utilities on it great piece of property that's really a historical site too. Yes, no, we've we've owned it since the 1800s. <laughs> More historical than you can imagine. Yes, sir. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, but it's at one o'clock today, on the second floor, uh, in the courtroom where our county commission meetings are being held. And uh, let me give the terms right quick. So some folks that are thinking about it, uh, basically all you need is 10% down today. On the uh, auction we're going to hold that that's that's your earnest money and we'll hold that in the finance department right there pending approval of the rutherford county commission october the 14th full commission meeting october the 14th so there's not a, a reserve so to speak on the property but it does has to be it does have to be approved by the rutherford county full commission so we'll be presenting all four of those piece of properties and what they brought to the commission if they approve them then you'll close owner before November 15th. Okay. So, and again, what time is that auction today in the courtroom? Uh, one o'clock. One o'clock, and that's in the old courthouse. Yes, sir. Second right floor. in the middle of the square. All righty. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. We'll be back and uh, touch on another major topic. Join me, America's career coach, Ken Coleman, weekdays live at noon here on News Radio WGNS for practical advice to help you discover the work you were born to do. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurant. Demas's Restaurants are now hiring. We are looking for grill cooks and other kitchen employees with competitive pay and flexible hours. If you're looking for full-time work or part-time work, then Demas's is the place to be. We've been voted a top workplace for five years in a row by the Tennessean. Apply within or online at demasesrestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. 
Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We specialize in every instrument that the local musician needs at prices comparable or better than online prices. We do guitar repairs and setups, lessons for every instrument from strings to keyboards to drums. We are your local music store. You need to come see us. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, here is today's Salute to Veterans. Norm Alzir, he's a World War II vet. In this salute, we talked to a World War II veteran. When you went into the war, at what stage? Was it the beginning, the middle, close to the end? Well, it was close to the beginning, the December beginning. 7th. How many were on your crew? Six gunners and four officers. Did you ever keep count of how many you shot down? Well, yeah, I shot down three. How old were you when you went in? 19. 19 years old. And what was your parents' opinion of the... the no, my parents were dead a long time. I was an orphan. Being the young man you were, what kept you going? What was the driving force inside of Norm? I don't know if I could really answer that. You had a job to do, and you had to do it. That's about it, you know. Uh, you just didn't worry about it. You just no, did it. You did it. That's right. And uh, whenever you got back from a mission, you kissed the ground. I'm glad you're alive. Well, Norm, I look back and think, how would your relatives hear from you? They called a V-mail. If you wanted to write a letter home, they call it a V-mail. A V-mail instead of an email, huh? Yeah. You wrote your letter, then an officer would take it, and he'd go over it. If he thought there was stuff in there that shouldn't be said, he would cut it out. And sometimes your letter would get home, and we'd be nothing but holes. This has been a Salute to Veterans on WGNS Radio. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. Sometimes you gotta wonder is there anybody in town Truman Jones doesn't know? Truman Jones is on weekday mornings at 9 on WGNS. We are focusing on Rutherford County, and if you have questions dealing with that, best way to get through to us is text us at 615-893-1450. Yeah, I'm about to give you the wrong number there. 615-893-1450. You can talk or text on that number. And before we jump in on some more text, uh, we got some questions on that one. I uh, want to ask you about uh, these new loans for small businesses. A lot of people may not be aware of those. Yes, sir, Bart. We're making that announcement, uh, sending out a press release. Uh, this is something that's being offered with federal dollars through um, GNRC. GNRC is the Greater Nashville uh, Regional Council, which I sit on that board of directors. It's made up of... Uh, uh, mayors, city and county mayors throughout all of Middle Tennessee. And uh, I sat on the executive committee and they made this announcement to us last Wednesday when Steve and I were in Nashville. 
And so we're now we're making it available for uh, uh, all small businesses. The uh, maximum amount is up to five hundred thousand uh, dollars. The um, uh, there is no interest for the first two years, so you don't pay any interest for uh, until after the twenty fourth <laughs> month. Um, the uh, uh, it can be used for various things. <coughs> purchase of equipment it can be used for um, cash flow and fusion into into your business um, all the criteria is is in there uh, so we're just making it available for all those small businesses in rutherford county um, you'd have to be able to prove over the course of the last two years that you were affected your business was affected somehow by by the the coronavirus and um, uh, you know if you want more details We'll have a whole packet for you at uh, at the, my office, the mayor's office, at the uh, county courthouse. Now, so, is this one of those loans where there's only a certain amount of dollars that are available to loan, and those dollars could be used up quickly? Uh, no, sir. Uh, uh, it's my understanding that uh, the federal government is is doing this with different organizations similar to what ours is, uh, the GNRC, and um, they're making it available. Uh, it, I think it says in there the interest rate is four percent, four four percent lower than what is published in the Wall Street Journal at the yeah. time that you take out the loan. No less than four percent points. No less below, than f- below yes, the okay. Wall Street. So if Wall Street, I don't know how you get a negative loan, but if Wall Street, Wall Street we'll publishes two percent, we'll give you the money. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be cheaper than what you get at the bank. So and and to find out more about this and and maybe. Can you do you offer people to, who can help walk you through? Oh this? yeah, uh, all the information is in here. We have a we have three offices in Nashville, uh, Metro Center, and one's downtown on Second Avenue, and um, uh, you can. We'll have people that are already there waiting to take the phone calls, and they will uh, take you through the loan processing uh, step by step. Michael Skipper is the executive director for GNRC. And uh, which is a not-for-profit organization uh, that we we work on roads, we work on infrastructure, we work on you know helping and assisting uh, all the communities in Rutherford County, the 32 counties that make up Middle Tennessee. So this is something, and it's it's available starting today. Today, wow! Yeah, last okay. last Wednesday, actually. So uh, this is something. If if you're a small, what is a small business? That's a little confusing sometimes. Well, I, I think it's um, uh, it it states in there what the what the um, uh, criteria of a small business. I don't have that in front of me, Bart. But uh, you know, I it's think only any, about fifty pages. Of, I, I think anything uh, under a hundred employees mm-hmm. uh, okay. constitutes um, a small business. Okay. So uh, and and there. It's important if you're on the borderline of being a small versus larger business, you need to know those. But if you are a small business, 10, 15 people, or two or three. Two or three. Yeah, you uh, definitely are constituted <laughs> a small business. Okay. I don't So there, I there's some more right information. Yeah. Uh, and and what is, who is the loan through again? Uh, it's through GNRC, uh, okay. uh, the Greater Nashville Regional Council, which is a not-for-profit organization. Um, and it's uh, sanctioned by the state of Tennessee and the comptroller's office. So there's there's uh, uh, guidelines there that, that have oversight, and especially when all the mayors and Williamson, Sumner, um, Wilson, Cheatham, all those counties, uh, all the way up to Montgomery County, where we all sit on that board, executive board. 
so uh, uh, this is a good opportunity for our small businesses. Excellent, excellent opportunity there. And for more information, can they give uh, your office they a call? They can call it, give our office a call, and uh, we'll have these packets ready if they want to come by oh, and pick it up. very and, good. Yes, sir. Can't beat that. Here's a question from uh, a listener, totally different direction, back to the uh, landfill. Mm-hmm. Who owned the landfill uh, behind the old county dump by the Jefferson Pike Road where they dug all the dirt up to cover the dump? And they say, and yes, the dump stinks very bad every morning mm-hmm. and day. Who owned the property? Is yeah. that what they're saying? I, I'm, I'm guessing what they're saying is that land uh, that is right next to Jefferson Pike, there's a large piece of land that's been, uh, the dirt has been dug I think up. it's under an LLC. Yeah, uh, I, sure. I, I think some company owns that yeah. uh, and sells the dirt back to um uh, Republic, because mm-hmm. uh, we we have we own uh, Landfill Road where yeah. the convenience center is. That goes back to our landfill that's closed, and those trucks, those big dirt trucks, come across our road, uh, going over to Republic's property to dump that dirt on a daily basis. Okay, uh, so you maybe you can check that out and let us know because oh, I, I sure. didn't know the answer on that one. Uh, Our phone number is 615-893-1450. You can talk or text whatever uh, you want to ask about. Just give us a shout, 615-893-1450. And a listener is saying that uh, the trucks on Jefferson Pike from 840 over are driving dangerously fast, curvy roads, and some of these trucks are are large trucks. Uh, Is there any way to slow them down? Well, we've looked at everything, um, uh, short of, uh, which is in the long-term plans of TDOT because it is a state route, Jefferson Pike. Uh, we're doing the stretch between Nissan Boulevard and 840 on Jefferson Pike, and so the next phase would be from Jefferson Pike on into Walter Hill uh, to straighten that out, but I don't see that coming uh, for another 10 years. It would take that long <coughs> to get it done. Uh, you can't put speed bumps out. You can't. You know, um, you know, we can run radar out there. That's and they they have been writing some tickets because uh, sheriff's department told me that they had written some tickets. But what um, what you could do better than anything in the world is if you can get a truck number and call Republic. Now all those trucks going in there are not Republic trucks, of course. I mean they're independent, you know, uh, trash, trash haulers or garbage That's haulers. Right. But um, if it's a Republic truck. Now they will get on them because we we had a uh, a resident that uh, um, a uh, I think it was a pallet about ready to come out of it and they didn't have it tarped and so they took a, they took several pictures and sent them to me at the courthouse and I just got the guy's name at Republic and forwarded them on to his email and uh, he took care of it. I mean, he got on him right there and said, you know, we don't tolerate that and we don't tolerate the, you know, trash flying out of the trucks and stuff. And and so if they will do that and and just uh, contact Republic Direct, I mean, they will jump on it. Yeah, the quicker you can get to that information to yep. Republic's office out there. Yeah. You mean you could, if you did it fast enough using your camera on the That's, cell phone. Yes, sir. 
you could do it while they were while they're there yeah. unloading that's correct unloading just follow them on to the landfill oh, but what the what the guy told me is is if you can get a truck number uh and most of them have or all of them have a truck number either you know on the side or something so if you can get that truck number that helps them to know which truck it was so then they can they can get on that driver and and correct the issue that it may have now is nashville davidson county is that the largest user other, that's correct other than us or are yeah, they beating us even uh they're they are the largest user Period. uh 60 64 mm-hmm. percent of the waste stream that comes in uh to republic comes from metro we get all of metro's uh, solid waste and are they planning on doing anything about uh, taking care of their own waste no no <laughs> why why do that if they have well i think every for the last three mayors they've all had a solid waste plan and nothing happens and and they withdraw it so they're going to continue to bring it down here uh so that's why i was talking earlier and when we first started talking about this um if if we can if we're going to push back against metro bringing their trash down here it's going to take every city committed because uh, right now Smyrna is not engaged and neither is Laverne. Uh, Eagleville will will come on board, but uh, right now Smyrna and Laverne all have private haulers. So uh, they don't have a sanitation department like the city of Murfreesboro does. So uh, we would have to get uh, all sit down at the table and say we're all committed to it. We're willing to pass some resolutions and saying that our trash stays here and we're going to take care of our own we don't want everybody else's trash coming from metro um, but we'll have to put some teeth into it here's another question from a listener says any help with a new convenience center in rockville desperately needed matter of fact we just worked on that yesterday we we are repositioning the plan so our our plan right now is over the next couple of months we're going to start uh, we're going to put it out to bid so the first four that we're going to remodel uh, our, our convenience centers, and you'll you'll soon see see some signage go up. We're going to work on that this week, mm-hmm. uh, showing a new model of what it's going to look like. So at Rockville, we're coming in behind the old Rockville school, and we're going to put some ramps in there to where you can drive up on the ramp and and throw your trash or things into uh, open tops. Uh, the recyclables are going to stay where they are. Those bins will be on the other side of the road. So we're going to meet with the road superintendent next week um, and put up a three-way um, stop signs right there at the intersection uh, of the, where those roads come together because that's now a county road. It's not a state route. And uh, so we're going to remodel that whole thing. We're going to put in new compactors. We're going to put in uh, canopies over the, the where you drop your trash in and it compacts it. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about doing that. But we're going to do Rockville, uh, Haley, uh, not Haley Road, but uh, uh, Weekly. Weekly down in Smyrna. That's mm-hmm. our largest facility. We're going to do uh, Leanna. That's been needed for a long period of time. What's the fourth one, Steve? Uh, Walter Hill. Walter Hill. We have a, another question that sort of fits in with those. And that is, during the COVID period, this person says, I have seen more and more garbage on the side of the roads. Yes, sir. 
Uh, what can we do with that? There was talk at one time about increasing the fine, but nothing has happened. Well, what we found out was that there's conflicts inside the Tennessee Annotated Code. We're in the process. I went down and spoke at the state capitol just last week uh, on a TASSER study about increasing the fines. Uh, because there's conflict in the code that says that, okay, it's $25 fine, but then if you find anything over that, then the person has the uh, option to request a jury. But unfortunately, because of our uh, environmental court as a General Sessions judge, General Sessions in the code cannot seat a jury. And it has to be a circuit. So there's conflicts in the code, so we're going to try to correct that come uh, uh, January and increase the fine. Our our commission's already gone on record by saying first is a five hundred dollar fine for throwing trash out on littering, and a thousand dollars on the second offense. We're trying to put some teeth into it, uh, but we uh, just purchased uh, this past uh, month at uh, Public Works Committee. We purchased some new uh, Bluetooth um, trail cams, and we're asking our workhouse who goes out and picks up all this trash mattresses refrigerators things are being dumped we're going to start trying to catch some of these people with these trail cams they stole one of our trail cams uh, just last month and we had to buy some new ones but we're going to have to put them up a little bit higher where they can't get to them our phone number is 615-893-1450 we'll get back to more of your questions we're talking this morning with our county mayor bill ketron and assistant deputy to the mayor Steve Sandlin, stay with us. Good Neighbor Talk covers issues you won't hear anywhere else. They're local issues. WTNS, AM, AM FM, FM, online. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. You can make a meaningful difference in In retirement, it's all about income. Your money, making money. Learn how it's done with Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Traffic volume here on 24 and through the Hickory Hollow area coming in from Rutherford County into Davidson County. Just give yourself extra time. Traffic's on the increase out here in the normal spots. 840 watch your speed down past Jefferson Pike. Oktoberfest at Obergatlinburg. It's underway now through October 31st. Log on today, Obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Skies become mostly sunny here this afternoon with a high in the upper 80s. Northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 63. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. 
Currently, it's 62. This is Kim Dunaway from Sunshine Nutrition Center. You hear me on Monday mornings at 720 talking about how to lead a healthier lifestyle. We carry supplements, personal care, and grocery items at both our Murfreesboro and Smyrna locations, family owned and operated since 1989. All that's news, your afternoon local news, traffic, and weather update with Matt Lane. Weekday afternoons, 440 until all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Just a few minutes left. Let's see if we can't get uh, some more of these answers here. Person's asking about the Southwest Loop. Any uh, updates on when it will start back up? Bart, I'm not sure exactly where they're talking about on Southwest Loop. That's probably a planning issue for the city of Murfreesboro. We, you know, our highway department, we're not planning any any kind of transportation issue, even though that is an issue for all of us in Rutherford County is traffic. Absolutely. We do have yes, a little sir. of that. Another thing that uh, is very popular, and that is the new museum that's coming together at the uh, historic courthouse. Yes, sir. We're completing putting the lights in today and the ceiling tiles, and uh, our all of our cases, display cases, are are all painted and ready to go. Uh, we should be uh, uh, wrapping this up in the next couple of weeks. We're planning on an open house around the first of uh, November, and we're going to invite all the general public out to come see the new museum. But we're going to have some some really cool stuff in there from the state museum going to be put on loan dr talbert's given a lot of stuff that he's his personal collection uh general MacArthur's uh wife's wedding dress you know because she was from murfreesboro um all kind of things are airheads to rifles and sabers that were used at the battle um we're going to be telling our story uh in our new museum at the historical courthouse and that is designed to bring more, more tourism that's correct uh who will spend more money in shops and and uh eat more meals at our restaurants down on the square getting the red bicycles getting ready to open up we looked over there this morning on the walk down uh it's an exciting time to be in in murfreesboro oh absolutely and uh, all of this happening in the historic downtown yes, business sir. district uh, what what else can we find in that courthouse uh, when we're there? Well, uh, we're going to open it up uh, all three floors for people to come in, and and um, we're getting our security cameras and everything. Uh, they're running the wires, and we should be up and running. We'll have an armed guard in there, of course, um, protecting the stuff. Uh, we just have to in today's times. Uh, but they'll be able to walk upstairs and look at the courtroom and how beautiful it is. It's a beautiful courthouse. Well, a lot of history. Yes, sir. Dealing with that. Uh, before we leave, we have about four minutes left in the program. Uh, anything that you wish to sort of bring us up to speed on? <clears throat> going, back, uh, going back to our convenience centers, we are making those more accessible uh, where you take your trash. And we'll be uh, at these first four that we're remodeling. We're putting in uh, lights. Uh, so we, so as we go back to uh, uh, daylight savings time, uh, it starts getting dark at 4:30, so we want to we want to have uh, lights in the parking lot, so where you can go home and dark and pick up the trash and and take it there. We'll be open to six, so we're, we'll be expanding the hours. We'll be expanding the things that we're accepting, you know, a little bit of household uh, uh, construction debris, etc. As long as it doesn't exceed the height of the bed of your pickup truck. Um, right now it's very limited so we're going to make real improvements we're going to put the word convenience back in the word convenience center so those will be uh, all over the county in time yes sir 
Okay. How long do you think it'll be to take to, to get this happening? Well, we're going to put out the first four. Uh, yeah. We're going to put it, put it out to bid, and hopefully we can get those going. It shouldn't take more than a couple, three or four months uh, to get those. We'll put in all new heavy-duty asphalt and concrete pads where the dumpsters go and et cetera, and new fencing, landscaping. Make it look nice. And before we leave, Steve, this afternoon, what time is that auction? The auction is today at 1 o'clock. So, you know, come and get your bidder number and look at the properties and uh, figure out what you're going to do and, and have a seat and um, uh, bid high, bid often. <laughs> That's now, the second floor. Bart, I know one thing that the mayor, I don't know if he was going to announce this or not, but didn't you put an announcement out last week? Oh, I, I did. I did. I'm, I'm announcing my run for re-election. Way to go. Thank I'm very excited me. about it. I mean, you know, I want the whole world to know. So yeah, uh, I don't know if he was going to do that or if it was appropriate to put it on your uh, WGNS today. So Share any more anything else you want to say? No, we're, we're excited. We just got a lot of things happening right now. And so uh, there's a lot of things that, are, that uh, we want to be able to finish up. I can't get it done before before uh, this term ends and and uh, it'll continue on in but we're we're, we're making uh, my goal the whole time Bart is to make Rutherford County uh, set the gold standard for all other 94 counties to look at and that's what they want to be like us and that is the rest of the story for us this morning so said Paul Harvey yes <laughs> <laughs> thank you both for joining us our county mayor Bill Ketron and deputy to the mayor Steve Sandlin who's going to be uh very busy at one o'clock today. You're gonna be there, ain't you, Bart? Absolutely. Wouldn't. I'm looking at you. Already got your hundred thousand dollar bid, right, on uh, all the properties. Why not? Go it's ahead. only Go money ahead. and nothing to back it up. <laughs> and nothing to back it up, though. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Bart.